Hello, everybody. Welcome to another week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury. With me at the table, Adam Tollefson. And I am the devil himself. Yeah. Boy, that whole thing was overshadowed quickly. Big time. <laughs> like, who, who, who said that? CM Punk backstage <laughs> after some F-bombs? No, MJF. Yeah. Not a lot. This might be a short show. Not a lot going on in the, in the industry <laughs> this week. I don't know. Uh, no, holy crap, man. That was <clears throat> something else. Well, we shall get into all of that stuff, as you know we will. But as we sit down at the table to record... It is September 7th, 2022, and on this day in pro wrestling history, 1936, Honey Boy Hackney becomes the first two-time Southern Light Heavyweight Champion in Atlanta, Georgia by defeating Ben Jordan. What's your best, your favorite Honey Boy Hackney match, Adam? This one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 1963, AWA World Heavyweight Champion Vern Gagne defeats Omaha World Heavyweight Champion Fritz Von Erich in Omaha, Nebraska to unify those titles. 1986, the WWF's Wrestling Challenge premieres. Uh, The show was taped at the Civic Center in Hartford on August 27th, but uh, aired on this date. Couple results from that show. The American Express, which was Mike Rotundo and Dan Spivey, defeated Don Morocco and Iron Mike Sharp. Mm. Paul Orndorff defeated Troy Martin, who you wouldn't know by that name, but you would know him as the franchise Shane Douglas. Oh, cool. And WWF Tag Team Champions, the British Bulldogs, defeated the Moondogs, Rex and Spike, to retain the titles. How many moon dogs were there? Cause these are names I don't remember seeing. I remember like spot. Uh, I'm starting to wonder how many moon dogs there were. It might be like a Dudley boy situation. I think so. Yeah. There was sign guy, moon dog, uh, <laughs> big, dick. dirty dick, moon dog, <laughs> <laughs> butt sniffer, moon dog, spike, moon dog. 1987, the World Class Wrestling Association held its fifth and final Labor Day Star Wars event at the Tarrant County Convention Center in Fort Worth, Texas. Some results. The Spoiler defeated Tony Falk in a whipping match. Mm, I don't like the sound of that. I don't either. Uh, Matt Bourne and the Spoiler defeated Ted Arcidi and Percy Pringle Interesting. in a tug of war. Yeah, okay. <laughs> a lot of gimmicks on it's this like one. arm wrestling, you <laughs> mean. Uh, and WCWA heavyweight champion Al Perez defeated Kevin Von Erich by countout to retain the title. 1991, the WWF held its sixth King of the Ring event in the Civic Center in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, this is the final edition of the event before its 1993 pay-per-view debut. Intercontinental champion Brett the Hitman Hart last eliminated Erwin R. Scheister. To win the tournament, a uh, lot of, I don't know, I think there was maybe, tw- it was a weird number. Like, it was it was more than eight, but less than 16. So there had to be buys or something in there. And there was a lot of, like, oh, this went to a double count out. So both guys were eliminated. Okay. Or, like, Sid Justice and The Undertaker 
had a double DQ, so neither one of them advanced, which allowed IRS to get, I don't know, a lot of fuckery. But Sid Justice, Undertaker, both Nasty Boys, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Skinner, Virgil, Warlord, 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 uh, Ted DiBiase, a couple other guys were all involved in this tournament. It's like hmm. snapshot of the time, you know what I mean? 90, For sure. 91. 1994. At Sushi Onita defeats Mr. Pogo to win his third FMW Brass Knuckles heavyweight title in Sapporo, Japan. 1999. At a SmackDown taping in Albany, New York, The Big Show and The Undertaker defeated Mankind and The Rock in a Buried Alive match for the tag titles. Mm. Also on the show, the British Bulldog made his return to the WWF on television, at least, defeating The Big Boss Man. For the hardcore title, which he then just relinquished to Al Snow. Hmm. I don't remember Bulldog coming back. I think this I is, talked about that before. Yeah, because uh, I think two weeks ago, maybe, he, it was his actual first day back at like a Superstars taping in Green Bay. That's right. Um, but yeah, so this is his first time back since the screw job. And apparently he signed a five-year deal. But after the first year, Vince told him to go to rehab for mm-hmm. his pill addiction. And um, I think, I don't know if he didn't want to go or if there was, I don't know. He ends up getting fired after one year, basically. Gotcha. 2008, WWE presented the 2008 Unforgiven show from the Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. Some results from that one. Uh, there was three scramble matches for three different titles. Hmm. So what they would do is they would put up, because I wasn't watching at this time. I had to look it up. They would put a, a timer on it. They were 20 minute or 30-minute matches. I think the, the ECW one was 20, and the other ones were 30. Mm-hmm. But basically, there's 30. say there's 30 minutes on the clock. There's five guys in the match. Um, the title technically changes hands, or you get the advantage for every decision that's made. But the, only, uh, the person with the last decision, whether it be a pinfall, submission, or whatever, whoever's last when the timer goes off wins. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> Matt Hardy... Defeated Matt Hardy defeated Mark Henry, who was the champion going in. The Miz, Chavo Guerrero, and Finley in a uh, scramble match for the ECW title. Triple H defeated Brian Kendrick, MVP Shelton uh, Benjamin, and Jeff Hardy to retain the WWE title. And then Chris Jericho defeated Batista, Kane, JBL, and Mysterio for the... Uh, heavyweight. World Heavyweight Championship, which CM Punk was the champ going in, and they for some reason just pulled him before the match. And I remember seeing that on his documentary. He was pissed about that. I think they wanted to like guarantee a new champion or something like that. Oh. So they just come up with an angle. But he's like, they literally just pulled me from the match. Fuckers. Maybe he was being a dick backstage. Who yeah, knows? Calling people out. Um, two thousand nine. Bob Barker hosted Monday Night Raw from Chicago, Illinois. But that was probably a fun one. I didn't really look into that, but oh, I heard um, who just wrote the book that the we watch Ryan Gewertz. Yes, he, I gotta watch that. He was or on um, read that Jericho's pod, and they both did like who was the funnest host at this time, and both said Bob Barker. Really, mm-hmm. classic. Said he was great. 2010, the third season of NXT debuted. Uh, it's an all women's season that was won by Caitlyn. Also on the show, Naomi, Oksana, remember her? Oh, yeah. AJ Lee, 
And Maxine, who I wasn't familiar with until I saw who uh, clicked on it, she was Katrina on Lucha Underground, and she's yep. done some TNA stuff, too. Yep. 2015, WWE announced they had signed Kanoko Rai to a developmental deal. She would debut two days later at the NXT tapings as Asuka. Seven months later, she would defeat Bailey for that NXT Women's Championship and hold that title for 510 days before moving on to the main roster. Nice. And when you look at Asuka's like, list of accomplishments since 2015, seven years, mm-hmm. it is fucking mind-boggling. Like, she's held every women's championship. I think she's held the tag titles a couple times with a couple different people. Yep. She won the first ever women's Royal Rumble. Right. She has held money in the bank. Like, Yeah, that's right. Damn. For that women's division, still pretty much in its infancy, she's done everything. everything. Right. Bananas. Also, yeah. because I was looking her up for this article, how old do you think Asuka is? Let's say 32. She will be 41 later on this month. She really? was born in 1981. Holy shit. Yeah. That's mind-blowing to me. Yeah, I think like September 26th or 28th. Uh, hopefully we're not recording out there. I just gave you a fucking answer. That's right. Free, um, free birthday, gimme. A free space. We'll see if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was shocked by that too, man. Speaking of birthdays, we got three of them. Okay. George South. Know the name. He worked for WCW. He worked for WWE more in like... Jobber days. Kind yeah, of like early 80s. 80s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll just say uh, 82. 60. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Molly Holly. 45. On the nose. Happy Damn. birthday, Molly Holly. And Colin Delaney. More more know him from like the WWE, CW stuff. He did have an AEW match or two, though. I remember seeing him. Yeah, I've seen Colin Delaney, I guess, a couple times. We'll yeah. just say... Uh, 38. 36. Almost there. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. All right. This is the September 12th edition of Monday Night Raw from 1998. We're in the Songas Arena in Lowell, Massachusetts. Saturday Night Raw again this week due to that U.S. Open tennis tournament. Everything's going to get back on track next week. Um... (laughs) There's a little segment later on the show that plays into the fact that it's Saturday Night Raw that I thought was pretty funny. Anyways, match number one, we got Jeff Jarrett versus Edge. Uh, I'm going to warn you, I'm gonna, this is like Cliff's Notes version because we got so much to talk about later on cool, the show. Man. But Jeff Jarrett versus Edge, Southern Justice, they're out here as the match gets going to back up Jeff Jarrett. Uh, we also learned that the next pay-per-view that they kept mentioning last week but didn't give us a name for, Breakdown. And they love to use road themes, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. Even the, th- you know, the road to WrestleMania, uh, roadblock. Yeah. Uh, there's been other ones too. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Been. There's been a ton of them. And this one, I was at first, I was like, well, breakdown doesn't necessarily have to mean you're in a car. But then the the poster for it's like a road sign that says breakdown. I'm like, well, that's clearly <laughs> what they're going for. <laughs> WrestleMania detour. Um, anyways, yeah, I have no recollection of breakdown. Do you? No, never even. I don't remember even hearing that. I don't know. This one, uh, this match ends when Bar- Mark Canterbury has the referee tied up. Dennis Knight slides the guitar into Jeff Jarrett, who b- just blasts it over the head of Edge right in front of Jimmy Corderas. Edge presumably gets the win with the disqualification. 
Match number two, we got Bradshaw versus Draz. These guys last squared off in the Brawl for All semifinals. That's right. Uh, during the match, Jim Ross says that we saw on Heat that Hawk checked himself into rehab. And I was like, damn it, they're still doing story progression on Heat? <laughs> I was like, come on, man. Heat's hot. It is. Bradshaw got the pinfall win with his feet on the ropes for leverage, and Draz was pissed. After that, we get a video package for the main event of Breakdown. It's going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Undertaker versus Kane in a triple threat. And they show a lot of recent footage, which is kind of a theme of this Raw. Like, they go they go back to the well of old footage quite, quite a bit. bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, match number three, we got Mark Merrill versus Miguel from Los Bariquas. This is the first time we've seen Miguel in months. And Merrill wins it with that TKO. I don't even think he kicked him in the dick beforehand. No, changing it up. <sighs> this is maybe Mark Merrill turned over a new leaf. <laughs> Match four, we got the oddities with the insane clown posse still there versus the DOA. A couple minutes into the match, Golga goes to bounce off the ropes. One of the turnbuckles gives out, turning the top rope into like a limp noodle. Goes on another minute or so, and then all of a sudden ICP just enter the ring, jump the DOA, but then they get their asses kicked. That match ends in his qualification. Yeah, they're smaller guys in comparison to some of these wrestlers. Especially what's his name? Shaggy. That guy. Shaggy. Jay is pretty, uh, he's a bigger at this time, but not big like. Golga? <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say wrestlers in general. No. You know, strength wise, yeah. mass, muscle. Uh, yeah, he's, he had nothing on gold. He, he had fago weight. <laughs> sure did. Next up, the Rock is out for a promo. He talks about the ladder match with Triple H. Remember I told you that was a fucking banger on SummerSlam? Yes. It was a great match. As well as uh, he calls out two jabronis, Kane and The Undertaker. I would watch my back doing that. He's out for revenge, though, after Kane choke slammed him last week on Raw. Nothing happens, though. He, the promo goes off without a hitch. He does say he's going to lay the smack down on Kane's candy ass, which yeah. I thought was kind of a fun play on words. I do, too. <laughs> 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 then they replay the Lion's Den match in its entirety from SummerSlam. Uh, looked kind of like... I forgot to bring this up last week, but didn't it look almost like the precursor to that fight pit that they used to do on NXT when Timothy Thatcher was... Oh, yeah. How bit. the referee's like above on like a platform and shit. Yeah, walking around, checking it out. Can you imagine? I, I'm sure nobody did, but if you purchased SummerSlam just to watch this Lion's Den match, mm. and then two weeks later they showed a whole the thing whole. on Raw. <laughs> well, my 40 bucks back, yeah, dude. jerks. <laughs> uh, match number five. We got Too Much versus Southern Justice. Uh, Mark Canterbury pinned Scott Taylor for the win. There was nothing going on in that one. Match six, we got Dustin Runnels versus Vader. We were told going into the, the break that they were going to show footage of Sable in action from WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. uh, but I guess not. I was like, is this too risque? I don't know what's going on here, but they, we definitely didn't get it. Nope, they cut it. Dustin is dressed like he was going to face the blacktop bully in a King of the Road match. Like, definitely. Look, he's <laughs> giving me those vibes, dude. Um, his shirt says he is coming back. Again, going to the back to this biblical character or whatever that he's that he's portraying. And you see Val Venus in the crowd <laughs> with his own sign. I have come. <laughs> set on it. <laughs> yep. That was Vader wins with the Vader bomb. Yeah. Was, yeah. That, that distraction 
allowed Vader to get it a couple times. And yeah, Vader bomb for the win. After the break, we get another tease of the Sable package. I was like, oh, they just fucked up their uh, scheduling or whatever. Nope, it never happens. It literally never happens. We do see Al Snow heading to the ring through the crowd. And he and Head are going to hold up this show until a WWE official come down to the ring. Uh, Patterson, Briscoe, and Slaughter all head down there. Al plays a little game with them before racking Patterson in the dick with Head and then retreating back through the crowd. It was pretty funny. It's pretty, uh, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Doing like the game show bet. Yeah. Wrong answer. Match number seven, D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry versus the Headbangers. This is what I was talking about with the little... Uh, Nod to the Saturday thing. Oh, right. Michael Cole's interviewing him backstage, and they're like, "What? It's this shotgun. isn't raw. This is shotgun." <laughs> He's like, "No, this is raw. Saturday night raw." And they're like, "Oh, it's Saturday night. There's where the wires are crossed, or whatever." I love how they're like, "No, we don't. We only work on shotgun." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I like a little poking fun at yourself, dude. That's fun. This one ends with China hitting the ring and beating the shit out of Mark Henry. And some refs. Along with some refs. Yeah, I think she legit broke his nose. Like, he's bleeding on the way out. Yeah. Mark is. Got him. Mizark. Uh, match number eight, we got DX versus Kai and Tai. Main event anywhere in the world. Eight-man tag style. Uh, dude, Kai and Tai got in way more offense than I thought they were going to Yeah. Play. They didn't have a bad match, in con- considering I thought it was going to be like a squash. A total squash. I, yeah. I thought it was, too. Um, fun fact here. We always talk about, like, Kai and Tai... You got Taka Michinoku, Dick, Dick Togo, Togo, Funaki. The other guy, his name is Men's Teo. Okay. They call him Teo. Um, but Men's Teo translates to Terry Boy in Japanese, and it's an homage to Terry Funk. Oh, that's cool. It is really cool, dude. I thought that was way cool. Uh, DX get the win with a, I, I called it a Spike X Factor. Yeah. But I don't know how else to say it. Like, they basically shoot one guy into the ropes. Both outlaws look like they're going for like that flapjack move, but Pac catches him midway down and hits the X factor. It's pretty, right. pretty yeah. awesome. Innovative. And uh, so DX, they're on a tremendous roll as of late. There's another clip at the very end of the show that uh, Stephanie's going to no doubt bring up during divorce court one day. Oh, H telling the fan to moon them now. <laughs> we have gone. <laughs> We've we went gone from south top to the, the bottom. bottom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> working uh, south. We're working south. Sign of the times. I don't want to hear the Val Venus one again, Adam. You better come with it. Uh, Berserker is coming. Look busy. My that's favorite, so good. That's my favorite sign of the whole show. That's fantastic. There wasn't a ton of them this no, week. No, I didn't get a lot. Um, Ron Jeremy has Venus Envy. I have that one. Uh, X-Pac is my dad. Hebner 316. Right. I just like seeing Earl Hebner get a little shout out oh, there. Respect for that. That's all I had this week. <laughs> Berserker is coming. Look busy. <laughs> Hands down. Jam, dude. The best. So, so good. Next up, it's time to go into the darkness. It's a news segment. It's a part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right. Well, just about everything I have on the list is from the AEW All Out Fan Fest uh, put on by Ringside Collectibles. They showed off a lot of cool stuff. Happier times. (laughs) Happier times for (laughs) sure, dude. Um, The first thing that caught my eye was this Blood and Guts Thunder Rosa. 
Um, looks pretty amazing. Comes with two different heads. I like how it's not like bloodbath, like some like that Dustin and Cody two pack, right? Or the, even the Kenny and Mox two pack. But to be fair, I guess those guys got a little more bloody. Mm-hmm. Um, Britt Baker was probably more blo- bloody in this match than Thunder, <clears throat> which they've done the Britt uh, Britt Baker bloody one already. So I'm sure. surprised they didn't just do the two pack then. Yeah, um, but weird. But I think that means we're going to get more accessories and stuff, and that's definitely a figure that I'm going to have to get. I'm excited for that. We also got reveals for uh, Unmatched Series Seven. We're going to see Hook, Thunderosa again, and we also got Pac, Penta, El Cerro, Miedo, Ray Phoenix, and that LJN style CM Punk. I really hope that some of this. Breaking news doesn't affect some of these figures. You know, if they're not too far down the line, they might oh, just that get would cut. Suck, but, right? Um, What's the LGN look like? I'd... So the LJN CM Punk. Yeah, well, you saw the the Cody, right? Yes. And then the Darby that's not on shelves yet, but yep. So you didn't see the Punk? No, oh, I don't have a picture of it. It's uh, not the ROH one though, right? No, no, that's okay. that's in the Luminaries line. Okay, there you go. Uh, coming up later. Um, we also got, that's in this next set, Unmatched Series 8. It's going to be the House of Black, uh, Buddy Matthews, Malachi Black, hopefully. Uh, who's Brody King. Brody King. And Penta again, Hangman, Abaddon. That'd be cool. Which I can't believe she's getting a figure. I mean, she's only had like two Dynamite matches. True, but very badass. Yeah, (laughs) very very Toyota. And that's where you're going to get that Luminaries CM Punk, which will probably be pretty cool. Back from his ROH days, Um, also Unmatched Series Nine, and you can check all these out at Ringside Collectibles. They do have a nice um, gallery to go through. More on Ringside later, hopefully. Yeah. Um, Unmatched Series Nine. This is going to be the the Young Bucks. We got Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Britt Baker, Kenny Omega, and Brandon Cutler in his first ever figure with the uh, face, the jumpsuit, and the face guard, and probably a couple cans of cold spray. Definitely, like, dude, you gotta you gotta love that. <laughs> I mean, I definitely dig that. And then Unmatched Series Ten, some more Dark Order guys. You got Alex Reynolds. I guess it's just the one. Alex Reynolds. You got. John Moxley, Wheeler Yuta, which that'll be his first figure, the first Claudio figure from AEW, nice. Daniel Bryan, William Regal, and Tony Storm. It's a good. That's a good series. So pretty much everybody in that series is first time in the line, except Mox. Mox. As far as the AEW stuff goes, uh, what else did we got? We got Unrivaled. They're a little further along. Unrivaled thirteen. This is the one that some people are upset about because um, I think they took out Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy and replaced them with like Darby Allen and Sting or something like that. Okay. I think is what happened, but it's going to be Wardlow, Darby Allen, Butcher, Blade, Bunny, Sting, and Dan Housen. It's hmm. a good line, too. Probably be pretty good. Yeah. Unrivaled 14, we got the best friends, Chris Statlander and Orange Cassidy, along with Trent Beretta. No uh, Chucky T. I don't know why. Also, Keith Lee, Swerve Scott, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Absolute Ricky Starks. Mm. Ricky Starks' theme song was in my head all fucking weekend. I just couldn't <laughs> couldn't shake it, dude. One day it was my fault. One day it was. Uh, Unrivaled 15. We got the uh, 
We got the acclaimed, both Max Caster and Anthony Bowens. We got Scorpio Sky. We got Pac. We got Samoa Joe. That's going to be his first AEW figure. AEW uh, and ACW superstar all ego Ethan Page. He'll be stoked. Finally getting a figure. And Jade Cargill. Totally like that. Um, they announced the next three Supreme collections. Uh, series three is going to be the Lucha Brothers. Series four is going to be CM Punk and Thunder Rosa. And then series five is going to be Young Bucks. That's pretty cool. Um, and some of these, I think, like, you can even pre-order now at ringside. I think they just put up Unrivaled Series 11. That's the one with Penelope Ford, Jungle Boy, uh, Kip Sabian, Adam Cole, Le Champion, Chris Jericho, and Darby Allen. They also showed that uh, Excalibur ringside exclusive figure, which yeah. goes nicely with your Tony Schiavone and your... Good old uh, JR. That Excalibur one actually looks really fucking good. Like, yeah, I saw a picture. I guess it's easier because he's in a mask and everything, and a sure. suited figure with a mask always just looks good. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, check all those out. Um, other than that, I don't really have a whole lot in the world of figure news. New arrivals, Adam? Uh, I got the Macho Man USA Micro Brawler. Oh, yeah. Thanks as, for the reminder. It's in my glove box. You. Perfect. <laughs> Forgot all about it, though. <laughs> Let me out, brother. <laughs> That's it? That's it. Um, my new generation rings finally came. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at one right now. I know. I fucking assembled it today. It was so I, Even when you showed me pictures of it, I still didn't realize how large yes. that, that the entranceway is. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's massive. I knew the ring was going to be big because I put together the Elite Scale AEW one. Mm-hmm. And this is actually a tad smaller by like an inch. Really? Mm-hmm. That surprises me. Um, but dude, that entryway is something else, man. It's so cool. I haven't even really cracked into the, the doink or the, the diesel figures themselves, but like this doink is awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like it more than I, I mean, because it has the coat, I guess I do, but the other doink I have over there is awesome too. It's more of like the heel Matt Bourne doink. This right. is more, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if this is more baby face or not to be honest with you, but uh, no, it's got, that's heel. That's totally. Yeah. Heel he's going. got the evil face. I guess he had more of like that orange and blue stripey outfit when he was baby face. Right. Yeah. You know I'm talking about, yes, but this diesel almost like the fiends tights, right? Yeah. But like orange and blue or like Terry funk. Yes. There but we yeah. go. Um, this, I, at first I was like, this diesel figure is lacking a little panache. Like it should have had a title belt or. I agree. Something. I agree. But when you actually look at it, like, also, why didn't they tape these boxes? It's so insane to me that, the, that none of them are taped. If you buy one of these off the shelf, there's five pieces of tape on it. You can't open this I thing like, like this. Was. Really? Neither yeah. one of mine were. Hmm. Um, but the the head sculpts and stuff, this is the best diesel figure they've ever done. Yeah. It still comes with the jacket. You got to change the hands and the head. Yeah. But it, it, I think it's the contrast to Doink with, you know, fuck, dude, you get the big... The big mallet. mallet you got two sets of hands, two heads, an extra head. Yeah, it just it just looks like it's could could have had a little more put in there. But mm-hmm. I'm not bitching because it's the best diesel we have, and now I'm going to cut that other one over there. And I also wanted that. I used to want the the Hall of Fame Target exclusive Elite uh, diesel, but this this is basically that figure, but way better. So okay, don't need that. How long before the Macho Man goes out? Is there any? Haven't GBD heard, um, but I have heard and I haven't checked that if you look up your Mattel Creations 
account, it'll actually show the Macho Man in there now. Oh, okay. Um, so you can track it that way, I suppose. Hmm. I did get tracking for those for that next retro set already. Mine said it was supposed to be here today. I thought I was going to be able to bust it out. And mm. uh, when I, then when I clicked on it, uh, it said it's in Ohio. So. I think mine said Friday or something. So okay. I don't know. Um, what else did I get? Oh, Colt Cabana sent me a postcard with a sticker in here, probably with a funny nickname. Like he always does for What's everybody. The nickname. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that one. Matt. 30 seconds from Marbury. <laughs> Not bad. I know. it's pretty, <laughs> That's pretty it damn pretty good, funny. Colt. It's the uh, sticker from his Wrestling Dreams uh, kids book, book, I guess. Nice. Those are just piling up over here. Um, oh, Pro Wrestling Tees put out a little bit ago that they had some, like, they were going to drop some extra brawlers that they had extras of. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of flares up there and stuff. They had one set of the inspiration still there. Oh shit! And I was like, these go for like, yeah, bare bones seventy. So yeah. I spent thirty five or whatever on these, but I was like, I'll double skis. that, yeah, because I never even put those up because I was contemplating just moving them. Well, now you can. Now I can. Uh, Walmart shipped me two more of those superstars figures in a box. No bubble mailer for me, Jake. Oh wow! Wonder how that works. Why some people get, you know what I mean. So I don't know. I always say you order more than one to up your chances of getting a box, but I've still, still, still gotten hosed on it several times. <laughs> so I don't really think there's there's much rhyme or reason to it, to be honest with you. But yeah, I think that's it for me. Um, oh, I grabbed our last Dork Side of the Ring shirt that I didn't own off of uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, the Monday Night Dorks. It's a good shirt. It's a great shirt. It's a fucking great shirt. Um trying to think if there's anything else like on the horizon i haven't been i don't think so i'll tell you what's bugging the shit out of me is target keeps uh so i have a couple things pre-ordered at target um the macho man ultimate like the nwo NWO. style yep and then the raw 30th anniversary set with like razor oh that's a cool taker yeah yeah and target keeps for they've done it every week now since I pre-ordered it, they put a pending charge on my debit card mm-hmm. and it stays there for like three days and then it just goes away. But I don't, I do, I do the transfer thing. So like I won't keep more than a couple hundred bucks in my account or maybe even less. Sometimes like if I might throw, I might look at my account and I'm throwing enough to go to the grocery store or whatever. And right. Then, That's what I do too. And, uh, cause I've always heard that people can like basically access your checking account but it's so much more difficult for them to get to your savings yeah that's where i keep so but i get socked four bucks every time it like overdrafts if you will oh so i've gotten hit like five times from target they owe you 20 bucks at least (laughs) they do it's pissing me off kendra goes why don't you just cancel the order and i'm like these are target exclusive figures kendra i'm not gonna just lose them (laughs) i'll let them do it for me (laughs) yeah they'll fuck me don't worry it's gonna hurt extra this time too because of all this they already hit you for 20 right yeah dude yeah i don't i don't know i hope to see some of that stuff i always get excited too i'm like oh it's coming right no it's not that goes away bullshit it's fucking bullshit The Wrestling Stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter, 
All ingredients are welcome in the wrestling stew. I, I've never seen a fellow yet when you got the thing properly applied that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes it can be five or six weeks or so with the red beef. Oh my goodness. Where to begin? Do you want to go down just like chronologically run down the weekend yeah. first? And then if we have time, we can go back to like, I think with everything you, you don't even go back to dynamite or anything. Dynamite was fun though. Like it was fun. That trios match. Let's just talk about that at least a little bit. That, okay. that trios match between Aussie open and Will Ospreay versus the Bucks and Omega was fucking incredible. I thought there, there's a minute where I thought Ospreay and those guys might pull it out somehow. And then I'm like, wow, how are they going to put, the elite into all out then. I'm yeah. Like, how the they hell? like all would not have a match. Yeah. I'm like, well, they'll, maybe they'll do. I don't know. I just like Osprey so much. Yeah. And I like the Aussie Open. We got to see them live this weekend. Who do we see them? Uh, against Jordan Oliver oh, and Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne. Oh, that was banger. Yeah. That I forgot was about that. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I don't. I, last week I counted, it was 46 live matches we saw. Over the like course that. of three days. Yeah. It was a lot, dude. Holy shit. All right. Well, that's all I really. I mean, that's. The only bit of dynamite that I really needed to hit on, just because I thought that match deserved it. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah, that was great. Um, all right. So Friday, Friday was uh, so Friday we had tickets to Rampage. Yes, and that doors for that are like five. We're in our drive, maybe a little more. And it was first day of school for my kiddos. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want to skip town until I at least pick them up, and we didn't need to. Um. Picked them up from school, then I scooped you up about an hour later. Headed on down to Chicago, checked into the hotel, maybe 4.30. Had a little bit of time to kill, about a half hour before we moseyed on over to the Now Arena. And we knew we didn't have to, um, we weren't going to have to struggle with much because we had the suite with the We Watch Wrestling guys. Yes, and which because, has its own entrance, which is awesome. Yeah, we knew that from last year. Like, you get to go in this little parking lot on the side. And whereas the now arena only has one fucking entrance in and out other than the sweet side entrance. Yeah. And (laughs) I tell, so I knew that we didn't, we didn't have to be on a, in a hurry to get there or whatever. And, uh, I don't know. Even getting there was fun. I don't know. It's just so fucking (laughs) giddy and just like, it's like two minute drive from the hotel. It's not far at all. Um, pull up in there. Uh, food spread in the suite was awesome. They had Italian beef. They had hot dogs. Not just in a big vat this time. Like they were on like a, its own little like grill. Yeah, you could flip them. You flipped a couple just to keep the grill marks, you just know, keep them going even on both sides. I didn't eat one, but I some chicken tenders, chicken wings, mac and cheese. Oh, it was, fucking it was legit, awesome, dude. Yeah, the Italian beef was <clears> awesome. And um, I don't know as far as ramp a rampage taping goes. Not the greatest. Like, if you were to say, hey, do you want to go to Rampage at the fucking Metro Center in Rockford or something? Pr- who am I kidding? I'd probably go. But it's it's so much different when you're in this environment with the suite and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because it was way more about the hang than it was about anything else. True. And you could almost not give a shit about the matches that are going on. Because you're just sitting there catching up with some people that you didn't you haven't seen for a year. Yeah. Um, other people, you know, Casey Corbin, who was on this show before, comedian out of Canada, you should uh, definitely go check his stuff out. 
he uh, we'd never actually met Casey in person. No, We're hanging out with him. That He's, was fun. Story time with Casey was like one of my favorite parts of the weekend. Big time. Several times. That guy's seen some matches, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, as well as other shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, and I then we've seen uh, ringside. Uh, yeah, John. John. Ringside cool. John from ringside. Um, Michael Carlson had, had introduced us. Kind yeah, of thing. walked by. He's like, check it out. And I was like, holy shit, it's ringside John. And he seemed legitimately uh, interested in the fact that we have a podcast. Thank you for Michael Carlson, too. Like, I'm not the guy that's going to bring that up. In a conversation. Yeah, that was nice of him but to do that. Michael Carlson's like, you should sponsor these guys or whatever. That'd be awesome. It would be so awesome. I did read, he said, you know, reach out to him in email. I said, I did two years ago, but <laughs> <laughs> he goes, do it again. So I did. I gave him the out too, because I said, you know, we were uh, in our infancy then. Sure. Just coming out. And I said, you probably get inquiries all the time about this kind of stuff. I said, but now it's 128 in a row. We haven't missed a single week. Like, That's right. let's do this damn not, thing. No, uh, no slouches anymore. Yeah. Was, and then he was like, you guys want to see something cool? Yeah, he's like, you guys want to see some shit? <laughs> like, hell yeah, I want to see some shit. He had a Target bag. He opens it up and he shows me the Jim Ross that just hit the, I think people are just getting it in their hands like today or yesterday. Okay. Those first pre-orders. Um, he also had the Tony Schiavone. Yes. Which I don't think anybody has yet. Right. And then he also had the Ringside Collectibles uh, CM Punk first dance figure that comes in like that ice cream bar packaging, which I hate to like fanboy over this packaging, but it was so unique. That was cool. And it has like, what they don't show you in the photos is it has like that flap like you would have on an ice cream bar on the top and the bottom. Yeah, you'd like tear open yes. if it was an ice cream bar, which is oh, just a just little. brilliant. It, it is, and it's, it's brilliant. The figure itself looked amazing, but I kept going back to that packaging. I'm like, this is so fucking cool, <laughs> it, it, dude. It did. So, that yeah, that was, was that was really cool to walk in and run into him. Um, Sierra was on a dark match against Serena Deeb, which was pretty cool. That's the thing. You get two hours of dark matches before one hour of Rampage. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of, it's almost a burnout, you know. Um that's what I'm saying. If if you were just going there to watch that and not have like that other experience, it makes it so I don't know. There's something too dynamite, but then it's almost too long sometimes because then they do dark dynamite rampage. Right, but it ends up being the same. Well, pretty just close about. to the same because this way they did it. They did two hours of dark and then they did one hour of rampage. Normally, you go, you get. 45 minutes to an hour of dark, two hours, two hours of dynamite and then a rampage. See, it's, it's an hour more, but it's dynamite's always pretty good. Yeah. And rampage is usually pretty, usually pretty good. Yeah. It's just those two hours of dark tapings. that can be a lot to get through Mm -hmm. mostly because you know, the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you don't, sometimes you get like a Serpentico versus whoever he faced. It was that reality (laughs) guy. Oh yeah. Jay Wow's husband. (laughs) I wish I found out. Cody something? I don't fucking I don't know. know either. Uh, apparently, he's married to Wow though, from the Jersey Shore. We did learn that. We learned something new. Um, oh, Orange got my favorite was Orange Cassidy's music hits, and fucking Corbin takes his shirt off, <laughs> puts the shades on, slicks his hair back. Yes. Oh, that's and a just great walks picture. down. That was fantastic. I do have a picture of that. I know you should. I I, I can you send should. you the ones I don't have, and vice versa. You know, we could swap. Please keys. do. Please do. 
What's up, buddy? I just want to give you a hug. Oh, oh a run-in from the Mav. Be careful going up the stairs with that blanket on you, okay? It's like a 10-foot... It's like, it's a, like a, a wedding robe. Gown. It's a wedding gown. Yeah, you go wedding gown, I'll say king's robe. It is a king's robe, <laughs> Mav. You're a king. Um, From there... From there, it was pretty much... Did we go to the hotel? Yeah. Yeah. We had to go to the hotel, probably had a couple beers. And then walked over. And then walked over to the Grand Sports Arena where GCW was holding up residency all weekend. And those were some freaking fun times, too. So, so that that's was, when we walked up and saw Casey Corbin. Yes. Okay. We, before we... Yes. Yes. Friday <laughs> night, we're walking up. Uh, it's the Black Label Pro slash GCW. Four Cup stuff. stuff. And, yeah, we walk up. Casey Corbin says, you guys made it. I'm like, yep, how's it going? He was just walking out to grab a cigarette or whatever. <clears throat> we start chatting with him um, probably for like 20-some minutes in the parking lot. He starts telling us some crazy stories about uh, his comedy career and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Effie walks up to us. Effie wants to smoke a little weed with us. Um, so we oblige. <laughs> we oblige. And we're just in a circle with Effie yeah. and Casey Corbin. No big deal. Yeah. And then we, we fi- so we finally walk in, and the first match was like that Lucha scramble. Mm-hmm. was already underway. Um, they finally scanned tickets. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. They actually scanned tickets. Uh, met up with uh, Matt and Vince from We Watch Wrestling. Met up with a bunch of those guys. From the suite. From the suite. Uh Johanna, Ashley, Jerry, Michael. I'm trying to think of everybody that was in there. Um, Kevin. Who else? There's a lot of names. There's a shit ton of names. Anyway, I think I did pretty good. I think I did pretty solid. I covered the spread. Jamie. Yep, Jamie. It was yeah, it was fun. And that that little crew kind of stuck together all weekend, which was kind of yeah, nice. kind of like going that. from show to show to show. Um, the matches that night were were awesome. Um, Ernest the Cat Miller versus Joey Janela. Yes. Nick, Which, how do you ever think that was going to happen? Nick Gage came out and called out Moxley. Oh, yeah. I got an awesome photo with me and Nick Gage. You got an awesome photo the next night with yes. Gage. Um, but this this was uh, one of these things where, so he, Nicky comes out, cuts a promo, and then the big surprise was Mox was there. So yeah. Mox comes out and the rebuttal happens. And Nick basically says, like, he's going to fucking die in that ring or win that championship at their next meeting or whatever, which I think is, what, October 8th or something like that in Atlantic City? Yeah, I think so. Which should be fun. We'll probably get that on the old Fight TV or something. But um, as they're walking out, you know, there's a mosh pit that surrounds Nick Gage every time he's going in or (laughs) out of the ring. Um, But I I like to post up near the curtain. At these shows, you see wrestlers right when they come out and they give you a high five. It's just a good energy. It is. Um, so right on the way out, like somebody had Nick sign a poster or whatever. And then he saw he had, I had my phone out trying to get a selfie. And he came right in there. I got a selfie. He's like, I fucking love my fans. He <laughs> and I, Jake ordered it on fight. So I haven't watched, I went back and watched it yet, but. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I kind of want to see what happened with that. Um, what else do we see? Oh, Speedball Mike Bailey versus Smiley, Smiley Kylie. Kylie. That was fun. I actually really liked that match. Yeah, that was good. Um, Shane Mercer versus Marco Stunt. Have you ever seen a man get thrown like, I don't know, 10 rows? They, they probably only had like six or seven rows of chairs. 
Yeah. And Shane Mercer threw Marco Stunt over all of them. Yes, he did. <laughs> so far. He was throwing them all around the ring and then eventually did that. I saw some clips of the show and I was oh, like, he beat oh, the wow. Shit out he of was him. really chucking him around. He absolutely was. Um, <sighs> Filthy Tom Lawler and Killy Kelly defeated Brian Alvarez and Billy Starks. Yes. Fucking Brian had to get in there and actually wrestle, which I thought was pretty funny. And then, yeah, Joey Janela versus Ernest the Cat Miller. Then Masha Slamovich versus Sandra Moon. And Sandra Moon, that was the other one. I yeah, think. I couldn't think of her yeah. either. I had to look up this card. But that was my first time, I think, seeing Masha live. She's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Black Label Pro Heavyweight Championship match. It oh, was yeah. uh, Calvin Tank, Tankman versus Rich Swan, which is a that was good. barn burner. And then it was that big uh, tag. It was like a 10-man tag or something. Team GCW versus Team Black Label Pro. Yes. And that was a, that was a good match. It was late. It was so late. What time? We walked back to the hotel. It had to be 2.30. 2, was it 2.30? I, well, in the hotel room, we might have been there a few minutes. But I remember being like, oh, shit, it's 2.30. Yeah. Going to go to bed. Yep. Yeah. It's a late <laughs> night. Especially since, I mean, I was up at. Probably five thirty, just on your, on, you know, normal getting kids to school right. and stuff like that. It was, it was a late night, and we slept in a little bit. Uh, at least for me, it was sleeping in. It was like eight thirty, nine o'clock before we woke up. Yep. Saturday morning. So what? Saturday. Uh, as far as show wise, we had the we watched wrestling live show at the Beat Kitchen. That was uh, doors at two. Yep. And then we had the Art of War that night. First things first, hit up some breakfast. Yeah, it was uh, good. Good little breakfast spot. A little breakfast joint. It was called like Egg Basket or yep. something like that. Uh, hit that up. Hit a you know Walmart or Target that was right in the area. Oh yeah, we saw um, Sawyer Wreck and not, one of the GCW produ- production producers gals maybe or at, at Walmart. Maybe yeah, yeah. that was fun. That it, wasn't the best. I guess we'll no, get to that later. Our department store <laughs> sightings. <laughs> we had a really good one. I forgot later. about Sawyer Wreck. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's. She's tall. She's way tall. She's way tall. So you, you're like, something's up with this. When I got out of the car, I looked for her. I wasn't trying to get a picture, but she mm. was already she was gone. She was gone. Um, so what did we do? So we just killed a little bit of time uh, Saturday morning before we picked up uh, Michael Carlson, and he rode into the city with us to the beat kitchen because we're in Hoffman Estates. Pretty much everything was there. The only thing we actually had to go into the city for was the, the Triple W show. Mm-hmm. And there's a about a 40 minute drive yeah from the hotel um and then when we got right we parked two blocks away it wasn't like last year where they had that burger fest going on yeah park like nine blocks right um so that parking yeah that was nice uh saw a bunch of the uh, the crew that we had seen the night before at both shows um oh we walk in and casey corbin goes Hey, I uh, moved your the sticker for you. Or the, there's a sign blocking your sticker, and I moved the sign for yes. you. I was like, that was the greatest yes. thing I've ever heard. Well, it's kind of <laughs> funny because I was like, um, well, he's 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 list, telling me he listens to 15 podcasts. I was like, damn, that's a lot. And he's like, well, they're not all wrestling. You know, some of them are football or whatever. Um, he's like, I listen to you guys, and I listen, to, and I'm like, I I always do this. Where I'm like, okay, sure. You know, but I'm I'm always in the back of my head. I'm like, sure you do, kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know yeah, what I mean? That's what I meant. And um, but the fact that he moved that paper over, at least he knew the artwork for yeah. it. So I'm like, maybe he probably does. <laughs> now, I, now I believe you, Casey. There we go. I believe you now, Casey. But yeah, I thought that was nice. I remember just thinking when I came in, I'm like, 
did we have stickers last time? Oh my god! Yeah, I, I put one up, but I, I didn't know where I put yeah, it up. I couldn't remember. So that was just a fun little. It's one of those places, guys, where they. Uh, it's a bar, and then it has like this small little venue in it. And in that venue, there's wall space, and people just put posters, flyers, any, any stickers. kind of stickers up. And yeah, slappers. And ours was still there from two years ago or whatever it was. Yeah. So that was cool. That was cool. Um, Great show. Heck yeah, I was laughing my ass off at that, that was show. A, that was a good one. <laughs> Those live shows are always fun. Yeah, they are. It's never. Um, it's so funny because I mean they'll dig it themselves, but it's like the show is called We Watch Wrestling. A lot of times those live shows, it's like they talk about anything but. Right. You know, it's just yeah. funny. But 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 blue demon. That was <laughs> yeah, last year. Yeah, like five times. <laughs> oh great. I can't believe you remembered that. That was fun. Met up with uh oh, I can't think of her name right off the top of my head, right off Jump Street. She operates that top rope baking. Oh yeah, you got a cookie. Where they do cookies, uh she does it's a mashup, you know. She bakes and she likes wrestling and she has found a little niche for herself to to do both. Um, I sent her a message today actually just saying I think you, what you do is awesome and she hit me back and said, you know, thanks for the kind words. She really appreciates that. All so right. Check that out. Top rope baking. Um, what else? So right after the live show. We head back. We dropped Michael off because we, we weren't really hungry yet. So I th- oh we just went back to the hotel just to kind of recharge for a little bit through so, on through like on that. Clash at the Castle for a little bit yes which was really good it actually was pretty good um and I think we so we I think that's when we watched the Seamus Walter match yeah yes because we I think we holy shit yeah that thing was pretty brutal um, that was at, we just turned it on and I think was it was on, going like right was going. yeah and then we we hit up Portillos we ran and grabbed some Portillos and maybe watched a little more Clash. Something. And then walked over to the, uh, I don't think so. No. Walked over to the uh, Grand Sports Arena again for the Art of War Games 2. 2. 2. The return. Um, I don't have the card in front of me for that. There wasn't that many matches because that last match was so five different tag teams or something like that. That's where we got. Oh, we got. Alex Shelley versus um, Blake Christian. That was awesome. Um, Cardona versus Jimmy Lloyd. That's right. Cardona came out and called out, you know, a, a GCW staple. That ruined his wedding or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and it was Jimmy Lloyd. Which and, we had just been talking about. We haven't seen Jimmy Lloyd do yes, anything in a while, yes. so it was nice. And then, yeah, uh, Chelsea caused a distraction by flashing Jimmy Lloyd. Yeah, we were on the wrong side of the ring for that. <laughs> So he got the win. That's where we got Ozzy Open versus yes. Oliver and Nick Wayne. Holy shit. They this put is a on good a great show. It was a good show. I think there was only five matches. There was one point in the weekend where I flew a little too close to the sun. Oh, that and, was that night. And this was that night. <laughs> this was that night. Um, yeah, a little <laughs> edible before the show and got to the point. Adam, you, I know you want to tell the story. You can. I feel like I'm it's not, better on all that. Let me tell, you it. tell it twice. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, Matt just got kind of quiet. <laughs> and I looked over at him to the left, and there is beads of sweat forming. It was and hot in there. It was very hot in there, but I was looking at much bigger guys than him, and maybe it's not as healthy as Matt. And they were not sweating like Matt was sweating. And I, was I like, could feel it coming out of my pores. I'm like, like dude, he is, he's too close to the sun. I said to Vince Averill, I said to Matt, 
please. How are you doing? It's flying a little too close to the sun right now. I'm going to sit down. He goes, give it a kiss for me. <laughs> Props to him. He came and checked on me a little bit That's later. right. He came and said, yes. I was, right, I was only bad for like no, you just 30 minutes. Just got to wait it, it basically out. basically like a match. Just got to wait it out. You're fine. Oh, so I did worry though. I was like, I might have to get this guy out of here, no, and that won't good. be a big deal. I'll, you know, I could probably no. I went out for some air. It was your request, which was a great idea because I felt a million times better after that. Yes, and then yeah, even Casey said, "Say, her, you got fucked up last <laughs> night, bud." <laughs> so uh, fun, and then yeah, the 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 main event. Oh yeah, was. Uh, it was War Games tag team style. Yes. Oh, there was a ladder match in there, too. That was pretty good. Scramble. Yes. Yes, there was. And there was an opener. Was that the night that they... Yeah, it must have been. They had that like weird opener that was like... I, I don't know if it was local guys. Do you remember that? There was just like... There was some... You might not remember that. <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple... I don't know. I don't want to say botches. What do you mean? There was like a pre-show match. I had to have been there for that. Yeah, because we got there early. And it was a couple, I don't know, it was like a, I don't know, a tag, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, um, but it was like, I don't know, local guys or people I didn't know. But there, they did some pretty cool stuff, but there was a couple, you could tell they were greener than some yeah, of the other yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, all in all, that show ruled. It was that, awesome. That it was match. bloody. I, I wish the Briscoes would have won. It ended up being uh, Alex Cologne and John Wayne Murdoch yeah. were the victors. And then I saw like a tweet from... Cologne was he went right he, by ambulance went to the hospital. He night. was bleeding bad. Yeah, so they might have had to stitch him up. I'm or, sure they did. Oof. Surprised that doesn't happen way more. True, you know. True, that guy goes. Oh, that's fucking great. Sunday was probably the day we had the most time to kill. Yep. Oh man, we went to an actual mall. We yes. say that because in our town we haven't had a mall. I mean, we have a mall, there's but just, there's no stores or like people, stores or it sucks. It's maybe two mall walkers and like no, if you, a Coles. <laughs> I've been in there a little more recently, and it seems like there's picking is up more people around? in there. But yeah, yeah, but the main the main department stores are all gone. You know, your Pennies, your Sears, and Boston stuff like that. Store, Boston yeah. store. Um, that was that was pretty cool. That was fun, dude. It's 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 giant mall in Schaumburg, and they uh, the, one of the main reasons I wanted to go was for a Lego store. And at, a Lego store is cool too. It was awesome. Um, at one point, I'm like, I need to get to that Lego store over there, and it's like down. We took the escalator up because I could see it. Then we overshot. Then we overshot. <laughs> it was somehow sent us up an extra level. I'm like, how the fuck do I get down? There's like half levels there. Yeah, it was like three <laughs> or four level mall. It was fucking crazy. You got to take a zip line to that one. <laughs> yeah. um, from there, what did we do from there? We oh. went to the toy store? Yeah, I went to a toy store. Again, ran into Matt and Vince at the toy store. That was a pretty cool toy store. A guy showed us a bunch of uh, Hasbro men on cards, yep. some customs and stuff that he'd had. Yep. Um, yeah, that pretty good selection of wrestling stuff. It was stuff. great. I, liked, I could spend a lot of time in a store like that. Yes. Uh, and then we went, oh, and then we got some, um, deep dish some pizza. pizza. Did you hear that? Uh, we ate the same pizza that the Meltzer pizza party no, catered I in. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> so I don't know how to say Giordano's. Yes. I think it's called. Yep. It was good. It was so good. Yes. I Casey remember Corbin sitting there eating. ate four slices at the thing. Jesus. Or five maybe. Or no, he lost count and then had to boot. <laughs> Oh, he told me he puked that day. He told me he puked that day. Yeah. 
Uh, we went on Sunday. They yes. went, the pizza party was on Saturday for them. Well, yeah. that's when he on Sundays when he told me he mm. puked that the night before or whatever. Because that's when he said he's. I heard you were pretty fucked up, bud. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And he goes, I puked in the parking lot. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it was like we were b- birds of a feather, me and him. Oh, so then we go from there to we don't have much time to kill, but we go to Target. Yes, so we we are at this point we are living out of our car because yes. we had had we to checked pack out of the hotel noon. Right, um, living out of our car, and it's like, do you need anything for the drive home? Because as soon as this show ends, we are fucking booking it home. And um, Adam's like, well, I could I could go for like a water or a soda, something to have in the car when we get back or whatever. And I was like, well, we can go to that gas station. There's a gas station right by the Now Arena. And uh, we're going to hit that up. But then I saw there was a Target also right by the Now Arena. I'm like, let's go hit that up. Check the action figures. Check the card section, whatever. Mm -hmm. Park. Walking up. And because this is so close to the arena, I see a guy walking. And I joke with Adam for a second. I go, it's fucking Moxley over there. I thought it was just a tall dude wearing black pants and some combat boots. And then we get within like 15 feet of him like, is that... And I'm like, Adam's that's, like, that's him, That's dude. Moxley. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so uh, he's like, head in the phone, yeah, walking he's, in. He's definitely got his uh, eyes to the screen. Yeah. I, on purpose, because I think he's trying to get in and out, obviously. You yes. know? So I say, uh, Mox, can we get a picture? And he just doesn't say anything. I'm like, I'm not going to say it again, but I'm just like, something something along the lines of like, what's up, champ? Or yes. have, have a good night, champ? Or something like that. Or um, and he like looks up and goes, oh, hey, hey, whatever. Yeah. And then, so then now we're like walking into Target with him. <laughs> yeah. And he turns to me and he goes, nothing like having to get diapers during, right before a big show or something like that. And I'm yeah. Like, yeah Am no. I right? I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> and then he like wandered off, not even close to the diapers. I, part of me is like, I should have been like, hey, well, I'll grab those for you and bring them like, so you don't get oogled because he was getting... Yeah. Everybody in the store is wearing fucking wrestling shirts and they're like, did you just see yeah. It's like Aisle Some nine. people are like waiting for him to, to exit the store to try to get a picture and stuff like that. But, right. Oh, uh, it was fun. So <laughs> great. So great. I'm like, Jesus, this weekend just keeps giving. And then you went to the car, right? I went to the car after... Yeah, I hit the bathroom and then when I came out, I just seen him walk into the exit doors, but he was playing catch with the with the diaper box, which I just love. Yeah. Like, he just looked like, all right, got this shit, back to the hotel, you know, whatever, back to the arena. When I walked to the car, I turned around to look behind me, and I saw him walking out the doors, <laughs> so I did see him. Was he playing catch with the diaper box? No, he had the diapers in okay. his hand, but yeah. I, th- I just thought that was been... very funny. That <laughs> yeah, it's just so great. Into the champ right there. So then we hit up the all-out... Uh, pre-party thing, which was definitely winding down. It was in the last like I know. Half I was going to say it sucked, but we didn't get there to till towards the end. So yeah, and so it was fine. It was, it was a good fine. place to kill a couple minutes and grab a beer and whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We saw some of the uh fa- nightmare factory or is it QT's guy? Yeah. Uh, same thing. The factory. The factory. Yeah. Saw some of them doing, doing the, the dunk, dunk tank. tank. Ran into our boy Sankey. Yes, yeah, saw Sankey. With them. Oh my god! One of his guys. Yes. Nailed. We're all speculating who the Joker is going to be, you know, this or that or whatever. Are we going to see MJF tonight? And one of his guys, and I can't remember who it was because one of them had the theory but didn't want to say it. So another his guy buddy said, said it. it for him. But spot on. Exactly what happened. I'm t- Except for. Well, they didn't have like the fact that he would be in a mask. or Basically, he said that he was going to be the Joker and he was going to be with Stokely Hathaway. Yes. And I was like, and that they were compiling this faction. And I was like. 
And, and, oh, and, okay. and maybe like a, a, one of the one of the other faction guys would get it and then give it to MJF. Yeah. And Stokely got it and gave it to MJF. It was incredibly that was like, uncanny. Dude, that, he's like, listen, he's been coming out and taking certain guys. What if this is a new faction? Well, he and mentioned MJF that they worked is, together on the indies, which that's I, right. didn't, I really didn't know, know either. Yeah. So it, it goes to show you, if you know your shit, man, maybe you can suss these things yeah, out. Good job. When that shit happened, I'm like, that dude was spot on. Yeah. You know, the, such a hush in get. the arena. They started with that match. That's the right. The ladder match was the first show on, or the first match on all On the actual And card. when that shit happened, every, the crowd was stunned. Like, and yeah, I even said, I'm like, quiet. you're not going to see it. They're not going to show you who it is. And he goes to like show it, and then he's like, uh, 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 and I'm like, right. I told you. It was the one thing I was correct about all night. Holy shit. Well, until the very end. Yes. Yeah, then they showed you. Then, was, then we saw it. And I love that. And it is a shame of all this backstage shit is overthrowing that. Because I watched it back, and dude, he gets a pretty fucking cool pop when that I fucking think... that music hits, and it's MJF. They start chanting MJF. <clears throat> yeah. You know? Oh, dude, the place went bananas. Yeah. I actually think they should have, he shouldn't have even came out. I actually just liked the video. Just the scarf. Of, of the scarf going yes. over, and he should have just fade to black I, right I there. Agree. Left everything for dynamite. I, I, I would. I agree. I agree. But all out, in totality, I don't think it was near as good of a show as last. Like, last year's pay-per-view was one of the best oh my God, pay-per-views Daniel of all Bryan, time. Brian, Cole, yeah, everything. So you can't really compare it to that, but I thought it was okay. I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was a fun show. There's a great, there was, it, there's some stuff surprised me. Um, I didn't think, you know, the, I didn't think, I thought Starks would win. I didn't think, um, I guess Christian might be really hurt, so that's why they sped that guy up. Oh, by the way, can I uh, pat myself on there the back? There you go. The dinosaur is evil. I knew He it. always has I been. I said it all along. <laughs> I didn't hear anybody talking about that theory either. No? Not no, really, no, right? No. I was like, no, I think he's with Christian still. There you go. Nope. Um, wasn't as good of a call as that fucking guy's call about that. Oh, shit. Stokely Hathaway. Oh, Eddie and Ishii was gnarly oh. with the chops for like four minutes straight. That was gnarly. And then suplex for suplex. Um, that was cra- And then after that match, like Eddie went to like console Ishii if you will like this is I'm pretty sure the cameras weren't even on him it was mm-hmm. when they both rolled out and Ishii wanted nothing to fucking do with him he kept, yeah, he kept blowing like, him, off, him off like get the fuck out of here yeah. I think things got a little more physical in that match than maybe uh, Ishii wanted <laughs> I don't know could be it was crazy after also after the House of Black match oh, yeah. Malachi like waved goodbye to everybody when the cameras were off too yes uh, and, and if think i've heard uh, the rumors some sort of a conditional release yeah which you've got to imagine the condition is you don't go to wwe probably but if he really was locked down for five years you tell me you're not uh, going to go to wwe for five years like no i'm sure there's some clause where you can't go for a certain amount of time or you got to give x amount of money back or yeah something. so what i bet they would just give the money back and yeah fucking go i'm sure surprised that doesn't happen more often yeah Guys are just like fuck this. It's going to be an interesting dynamite. Yeah, it started about uh, half an hour ago as we're recording this. Yeah, there's a supposed so then this media scrum happens. CM Punk just talks shit about everybody. I um, watched it that night. That's nuts that you watched it that night. So well, I got home and it's like no, I mean there it wasn't crazy late. I'm just it was uh, midnight. Yeah, twelve thirty or something like that. But is I can't like just turn the brain off after that wrestling show. 
the moxie at Target thing. Yeah. Driving. Like, I know. You, you got to unwind. You got to unwind a little bit. But that's the thing you unwind. Well, it's all <laughs> anybody was talking about. So <laughs> oh, like, I bet. Oh, I got to like, check this out. On? So I right. pulled it up on the phone. And then I kept screenshotting shit and sending it to you because <laughs> those were so the just faces. like watching Phil eating a muffin and he's like looking at Connie <laughs> Con's faces all yeah. Oh, dude, it's so funny. The mannerisms. Oh, are I great couldn't believe how he just one. and they kind of like went into it. Uh, it was weird. Like we we had gotten when the feed went live, they were like already halfway through the questioner. We didn't hear the question or something because Punk's immediately like. What improv did you go to? Or that's the first thing out of his mouth. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw before it. You did. Yep. Because when I go to YouTube, it's like just says all out media scrum, and then eventually, like it's like ten minutes of that. It's like when you watch something on New Japan. It's oh, it's a. I can send you it. It's a girl that did it. Uh, she's like an interviewer. I can't remember her name. But anyways, that was yeah. Dude, he just talks about how fucking all the EVPs are pieces of shit and how. So he you, works with children. You, he did you hear the Scott Coltman shit? A lot of that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because he's it's it's when it starts him sit down. He takes like the drinks out. Yeah, and he's like, I'm telling you, I saw. I'm, I probably missed the maybe, first ten seconds. Okay, then maybe I don't think you missed much then. Anything actually? Then if you saw him getting the drinks out, then that's where I yeah, that's where it started with me. And he's like, I apologize if he's your friend. Yeah. He's are you friends with Scott Coltman? Yes. No. Yes. Well, that makes oh, two I, of oh, us. Okay, I that thought you were, but us. that makes two. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, he's fucking... Um, he's like, the two people that have made the most money off of CM Punk. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. <laughs> Cole Cabana. I was like, oh my God, dude. And then he runs down Hangman Page. He runs, runs down, down the box. Like, and how dude, uncomfortable does Tony Khan have his, to be? His eyes. Sitting next to oh him. Oh my God. But what do it's you like say? Your action figures came to life, Khan, and now you got to deal with yeah. real shit. And then apparently See, they got into a big fight afterwards, and Ace Steel's biting people. And it's that book, The Indian in, in, in the, the cupboard. It's exactly what I thought of too. <laughs> you thought you wanted your toys to come to life, Khan, but you really didn't. You don't. You don't. You want them to stay toys. That's great. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Holy moly! I couldn't. I could not believe that. And then, so then the. the we don't exactly know what happens. There's all these reports that, of course, the EVPs show up at his locker room and then fists start flying and chairs start flying. And apparently, uh, well, they said, they're, they're, I think all of the elite, um, Christopher Daniels, Pat Buck, all these guys Michael, got suspended. Uh, Nakazawa. Nakazawa. And they, but for some reason, Punk and A Steel were not on that list, which leads me to believe that they are going to get a worse punishment, possibly just shit canned. You well, can't have that. Who did you pay more money for? What do you mean, CM Punk? Oh, you're saying CM Punk and those guys, since they're not getting suspended, they're going to get worse punishment? Yeah. Or you mean the elite? Okay, gotcha. No, I th- I think Punk might be gone. I don't know how you come back from that with like how can with, with the boss right next so to you, shit. yeah, and him not doing anything. Tony's got to take the bull by the horn here, yeah. And, and just if be you like, don't, you know what? This ain't fucking worth it's, it. It's punk ew. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, if you got to do something. If man. he can sit there and say all those nasty things about all these people that he works with, right in front of the right in front of the boss, like, and nothing happens to him, then then he's untouchable. Like mm-hmm. that, now, you're gonna have a. You think punk's an asshole now? You don't check him, like right? Holy right. shit! Yeah, and then you think your locker room is mad now? Wait till yeah, 
Oh my god, dude. We'll see. It's supposed to be an announcement about the world title and the trios. I bet they kick off the show with it, and we probably already missed it. We'll watch oh, it. I'm sure. We'll watch it right after this. Um, Raw, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman's back. back. For some reason, He's took back. out the... T- and they had a great tag match. Why did he appear during a tag match is what I it want to know. It was at the end Just of to it, too. It up. was a really good four-way tag match. It was. Yeah, and then... Uh, I So I don't know if he gets a partner, but he said he's going to SmackDown, so I doubt it. So do they got to run that back, or what was the point of beating up the tag guy? I don't know. I think it was just... I did appreciate the fact that it wasn't like... Guy in the ring cutting promo. Guy in the ring says, there's nobody in that locker room that True. can touch me. True. And then, Burr! yeah, I, mean, I like that it came out of the blue, but I thought it was strange. It could be because it's just the amount of guys in there because they're just going, he took out eight men because it was a, yeah, you know, you made all eight guys look like bitches too. Yeah. After they so just had sucks. a hell of a match. Um, did you watch that NXT world's collide pay-per-view? No, dude, it's only grand opening, grand closing. That's what I'll say. Okay. Watch the first match and the last match. You, it's, it'll be an hour. Okay. Uh, the whole thing was like two two hours and twenty minutes or something like that. But starts off with that Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet for the United yeah. States or the North American. North American, good shit. Banger, dude. Those okay. guys go. You know that move where uh, you know you're you're running the ropes, guys guys running the ropes, Irish whip style comes off the rope with like a cross body, mm-hmm. hits the guy, they go down. They are running the ropes opposite of one another. Both of them springboard to do the crossbody, meet in the middle, and just flop. Uh, and it's like that's ten feet in the air that they had to clear damn. to like hit each other, and then oh, it was crazy. And then yeah, Tyler Bate and and uh, Braun Breaker put on a pretty good main event main match. Event. Um, there was a four way match for the the tag titles. All these were unification matches, which is weird to me because are they just gonna? Because they're still doing NXT Europe. It's what it's me called now. Oh. Well, then like the NXT UK, then? that's what I'm wondering. Like, why uh, wouldn't you just? Hmm. Yeah, I thought it was weird too. Huh. But they they unified all these titles, but they're still going to be in NXT Europe. Weird. Um. So yeah, I don't know, but check that out. Um, we do have a deathmatch Jake recommended match of the week. I just got to pull up this audio real quick. Um. I know he asked earlier in the week in our group thread if we watched that Sheamus Gunther match. And I didn't respond because I was hoping that was going to be <laughs> his recommended match. And I'd already watched it, <laughs> uh, but you ruined it. Thanks. Hey guys, this is Puro Dad. Puro Dad. Thanks for tuning in to Dork Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison. And this is your match recommendation for the day. Hello, wrestling fans, and we're back with another match recommendation. And this week, we're going to go back in that time machine as we're going back at ECW with this banger at Heat Wave 98 with Misato Tanaka versus Mike Awesome. And I'm pretty sure everybody saw this match. I mean, maybe Matt and Adam haven't seen this match. It's, it's always funny to me, the matches they haven't seen. But you obviously can check it out on Peacock, or if you're like me, you own it on like 17 different DVD sets. So I uh, can't wait to see what Matt and Adam have to say about it. And check me out on Instagram at, at Pure Dad. I don't know why I cut off. Um, I was like, did you get mad that he said that we haven't seen some of the matches? No. How dare he? I don't know he? why I cut off there. Um, well, he's I right. I haven't. haven't seen it. I haven't. I don't know. I was watching I was watching a lot of ECW at this time. Late, or late 90s, 
early 2000. I was watching a lot, but I wasn't getting the pay-per-views. So it's, there's a chance I haven't seen it. But I also would get like those collections on DVD. I have a couple sure. of those too. I might have seen this one. I don't know. I did a bunch. Of, when the network came out too, I would just pick yeah. a random ECW and but just been like, Heat check it out. 98 probably wasn't one of them. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Hells yeah, dude. Anything else out of you? No, sir. This is going to be another awesome week of wrestling. I can't wait. There's so much going on. The fallout of this is going to be crazy from this. I can't wait to turn on Dynamite tonight. And see I know. What going see on. what the hangover is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, baby. Survey says. Another one for the good guys. Give it, give it. Bigger than Jesus, and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Than Jesus, and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Yeah. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes, 